Hello and welcome to Yes, You Are Brave. This is a podcast where we are going to set off on a journey together to find and build our brave, where we explore all the ways that you have been brave and all the ways that you can be brave again. Because even though we may have forgotten or we may have fallen out of practice, we're all brave. And I'm on a mission to prove it and help you believe that yes, you are brave. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Yes, You Are Brave. I'm Pawnee. I'm your host. Super duper excited that you are here. Let's talk brave, okay? I'm really excited because today we're going to talk about fear. Now, I know maybe you don't like the, uh, the, the idea. You know, maybe you don't like fear. You don't like the topic. We're going to talk about it anyway because it's something that is so, so much a part of our lives, right? And So let's talk about it. Let's bring it to light. Let's talk about being brave enough to step out from other people's fears. Not what you were expecting, was it? Also, tiny disclaimer, dog is right over there snoring. So there's probably going to be some snoring in the background. It's the puppy over there sleeping. So let's talk about stepping out from other people's fears. I hate to admit it, but I have lived a lot more of my life than I would like to admit under the fears of other people. Other people's fears controlled a lot of what I did. There was a big chunk of my life where fear made all of my decisions. I realized that fear was making a lot of my decisions and I was like, I don't want to live my life. I don't want to be making my decisions from a place of fear. Then I also realized something else that was very, very humbling was that I wasn't just making decisions from a place of fear. I was making my decisions from a place of other people's fear. How ridiculous is that? Because it's understandable to make decisions from a place of fear, but to make decisions from a place of other people's fears was kind of ridiculous, to be perfectly honest. Now, why why do I think you need to examine your fears and decide if they're yours or not? That's the first thing that I think that we need to be brave enough to do is to examine our fears and say, is this mine or is this somebody else's? Because there's a good chance if it's not yours that you're carrying something that you don't need to be carrying. And let's face it, there's a lot going on in this world and your lives are busy and you've got a lot going on and there's no need to carry other people's stuff. You've got enough of your own to carry and to deal with and to process. You don't need anything extra. Let's be real, okay? You don't need anything extra. So if you don't have to carry it, don't. Don't carry other people's crap if you don't have to, okay? And that, I think, really, really, truly applies to fear in a way that is just so, can be so constricting and so limiting. But also when you realize that that's the problem and you let other people's fears go, you step out from underneath the umbrella of their fears. It is so incredibly liberating. So liberating. Couple little things that I want to that I want to touch on personally for me. I want to talk about a couple of fears. One of them that was is mine and one of them that it was not mine. So <laughs> when I was young, I lived in a very rural place, right? Itty bitty map dot And I also, I have three brothers, two of which are right above me in 
the order that we were born. My oldest brother is like 13 years older than I am, and then there's a couple of girls, and then there is a couple of boys, and then there is me. So not only was it my brothers that were right above me, but I also had a couple of cousins, boys, who were in between my brothers. (laughs) So there was my cousin, my brother, my cousin, my brother, or maybe it was the other way around, that I grew up running around and following and stuff. And I I was for, I had this fear of snakes. A very good reason that I had a fear of snakes was that my brothers and my cousins liked to catch snakes and chase me around with them, sometimes with heads, sometimes without, when I was quite little. So I grew up with this fear of snakes. Like I even remember they had like this reptile show come to like our elementary school and I refused to go. Like I I was afraid to go down and watch this show about snakes. So I grew up with this fear of snakes. Okay. That fear, very much my own fear. Okay. And I knew exactly where it came from. Even have a memory that I think is where it really comes from. But anyway, that fear is my own. And because it was my own fear, and I knew that it was my own fear, when I was in college, I decided, you know what, maybe maybe it's time to work on this fear. And I did a few things, like when we would go to the zoo, I always thought the reptile house was very fascinating. And so I would always go and, and spend time, actually spend quite a bit of time in the reptile house looking at this, the snakes and the lizards and things. I didn't have a fear of lizards, just snakes. But then there was this one time in college when our church group, our ward, they were, somebody in the ward, their uncle or something did this reptile show. It was like a mobile reptile show. And they had them come for one of our activities and put on this big reptile show. And then of course, after, so you know, they, they do this, this show and they bring out the snakes and the lizards and there was like a scorpion and like a massive scorpion. Anyway, then you can go up and you can hold the snakes and all of those things. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is my chance to face this fear. And I went up and I I pet the, st- I petted, is that the right word? Anyway, I pet the snakes. I even, I like the big, huge boa thing. I kind of like held it up a little bit. And then I even had them, they put like one of those, like I think they're corn snakes or whatever around my neck. I have pictures of like me, like all stiff with this, this snake, snake around my neck. And after that experience, I didn't really have a huge fear of snakes. Now, do I like snakes? Not particularly, but I don't have a f- this huge fear of snakes like I used to. I don't love them. They're not my favorite, but I don't really, they don't really bother me nearly as much anymore because I faced that fear. I was able to face that fear and work through it. Other fears, and I feel like this is one of the reasons that it's so important to, to realize, is it my fear or is it somebody else's fear? Is because it's way harder to work, to face, it's so much harder to face somebody else's fear than your own. Because if it's not your own fear, no matter, no matter how many times you face it and you're carrying around somebody else's fear, it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't really go anywhere. It just kind of keeps coming back up because you're trying to work through something that's not yours. Hope that makes sense. So the example that I have this example that I want to give you. So I always wanted to travel when I was young, like as far back as I can remember, I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the world. And somewhere along the way, I picked up this fear of traveling, of new places, of 
all of these things, this fear of traveling. So I didn't really travel much. I had a few opportunities. I took a f- one or two little, you know, trip things. And then about, I guess it was about seven years ago or so, I was thinking about this fear of traveling and how I had wanted to travel, but I had been afraid of traveling. And I had this epiphany as I was, as I was contemplating about about this fear, you know, I was like, okay, well, let's, let's, what can we do to get rid of this fear? Because I really, I've always wanted to travel, I thought. And then I realized it wasn't my fear. The fear of traveling was not mine. It wasn't, it wasn't my fear. So I realized this wasn't my fear. I don't need to carry this anymore. And I feel like I metaphorically set this, took it out of like a backpack, set it down and was like, this isn't my fear. I'm not going to I'm not going to carry it anymore. I'm not going to do this anymore. And then guess what? I decided I was going to travel. And it opened up a whole world, literally, for me traveling. Within a year, I had gone to two different continents. And then within just a little bit more than that, I had booked a trip to another continent. It has been amazing. And I'll be honest, I haven't traveled as much as I would have liked the past couple years. I'm going to partially blame COVID. But... I have traveled quite a bit and I have this bug and I will be traveling again soon, very soon, mark my words. But I was only able to do that because I realized that was not my fear. The fear of traveling, of new places, of figuring all that stuff out, that wasn't my fear. And because it wasn't my fear, I could set it down and stop carrying it. I didn't have to face it because it wasn't mine. Now, was there some nervousness and some anxiety about traveling, especially when those first, that first trip, that first big trip? Yes, there was, but it was not a fear of traveling. It was just this nervousness, this little bit of like being anxious and maybe a tiny bit of fear of the unknown, but it was mostly excitement and figuring it out. And I knew, and I I did, when I started traveling, I I did so with a group and that really helped because I was able to kind of like get my feet wet and really have a really awesome experience and not have to worry about all of the nitty gritty details, which was amazing. So I want you to take some time and I want you to think about your fears, the fear that you're feeling in your life. And I want you first of all to ask yourself the question, is this my fear? First and foremost, is this my fear? If it is your fear, then you can start working on it, working through it, working on facing it. If it's not your fear, how can you set it down? How can you stop carrying that fear that's not yours? Because you don't need to carry stuff that's not yours. And if you realize that it's not your fear, I want you to be brave and I want you to to put it down and walk away to step away from that fear, step out from under that fear that's not yours. It's incredibly liberating. I promise. I promise. It's so awesome to realize, wait a minute, I don't, this isn't mine and I don't have to carry it. It will make your life a little bit lighter. It will make things a little bit easier when you decide to be brave enough to put down fears that aren't yours. And then you can have a much more productive conversation with your own fears because fears are just your body your subconscious trying to keep you safe. 
right? It's trying to tell you something. And if you look at it that way, fear is a much easier thing to deal with. So this week, think about your fears, the fear that you're feeling. Take some time to sit with it, to examine it. Ask, first of all, is this mine? If it's not, set it aside, walk away, work on something that is your own. Be brave enough. Be brave enough, my friend, to walk away from that fear if it's not yours. Because you don't need to carry anything. Like I said, you don't need to carry things that are not your own. It's not necessary. Don't make it harder than it needs to be. You don't have to make it harder. You are worth the effort of walking away. You are amazing. You are wonderful. You are fantastic. And you can do so many things. You can conquer your own fears. And if they're not yours, you can walk away from them. I love you. I believe in you. You're wonderful and amazing and brave enough to walk away from fears that are not your own. Have a fantastical day. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review down below and share this with anyone that you feel like could use a little more brave in their life. And if you'd like to follow more of my journey to be brave, you can follow me on social media and link down below. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to be brave.